Uh, Hollywood Anonymous, episode one. What? Episode one. Hollywood Hotel. Good evening. Just a moment, I'll connect you. How was that? <laughs> that's... that's... That's not over the top at all. <laughs> That's not over the top at all. I was like, you were like, I found music. I'm like, okay, good. Just imagining that you used to work in radio and had connections that maybe a band was like, totally use my song. And this. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, it's called iTunes. Oh, and. <laughs> And is this, uh, <laughs> yeah, my friend is called iTunes. He lets me use whatever music I want. <laughs> is this public domain? How does that work? Yeah, sure. <laughs> no one's going to give a shit, so it doesn't Would matter. You shut your trap when it comes to talking about that kind of stuff and just let it go. <laughs> Guys, no, hooray, I, hooray for Hollywood. What is that song called? Hooray for Hollywood? It's called Hooray for Hollywood. Okay, well then, good. I feel good about that. It, uh, I mean, it's, uh, technically, I guess it's a remix because we talked over the whole thing, so... Yeah, we were. Well, that's how we got away with it. <clears throat> that's how we can sure. use it. It's a ma- It's call- they call them mashups, right? We're not going to get it. Here's the thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. We're we're not going to get away with it, but we're going to get away with it. And what I mean by that is, um, we are so we don't matter. It's, we're so unknown. Yes, that it doesn't. Who, who's going to like? This would be the one time. This this is outrageous. Dude. Yeah, somebody writes a letter. Somebody comes down here. The, all your podcasting Done. equipment gets confiscated. Done. That's the that's how I feel though. I can be that guy. Like, uh, hey man, if you just call Directv and threaten to cancel, they're going to give you the baseball package for free. And I would call. Hey man, I'm going to cancel. Like, okay, great, thanks. And they just hang up. I'm like, wait, no, I don't really want to transfer you to the questionnaire of why you want to quit but, or late leave, but they're still not going to give you anything. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. yeah I, I would agree with that same thing. I have that same problem. <laughs> I know that there are things that I deserve in this world that I should be getting for being good customers uh, for, for places like you know Directv and stuff like that. But I I just I won't I won't challenge the system. I feel like I, I like as you I will just I'll be done. Yeah, you by the way are John Hawk. And yes, I, and you are Brian Irwin. Yes, I was just about right. to say we should probably introduce ourselves, let people know what's going on. I'm Bry. I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm John. I'm from Illinois. This is uh, Illinois. We used to call you Fibs, buddy. I told you that, right? Well, yeah, I was. I went to. I went to college. That's right. You know Northern Fibs. Yeah, you were a Fib. I. But then I, they kind of accept you, I guess, once you're there, right? By the way, Fibs is a uh, fucking Illinois bastard. So, or I'm, yeah, or bitch, or yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> you guys had your own take. No, no, no. Bastards is what I heard originally. But yeah, yeah. Fibs and uh, what was the other? Oh, but Wisconsin is basically Illinois' like playground. Do you know what I mean? Like we all go up there. And, yeah. Hang out, and- which I think is what enrages them. Which I think is also funny because that's how they make all their money in the summertime. Yeah, you don't like that, that, but that's how everything is. When I walk down Hollywood Boulevard, I'm like, "You motherfuckers, get out of here!" And then I'm like, "If I, if they weren't well, you're here, that guy? if we weren't, if they weren't here, we wouldn't have Hollywood. <laughs> we wouldn't be able to do anything in this town if it weren't for tourism." I was just today. So, we're, by the way, we, we're this this specific episode. Eventually, we'll be going in studio, but this specific episode uh, um, is being um, filmed, 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 filmed in, front in, front a, in, in front of a in front of a no studio audience. <laughs> Um, we are uh, at the uh, world famous, uh, only within Hollywood uh, circles, uh, Herald Examiner building in downtown Los Angeles, which is just a filming location, which I run. And it's a home to just about every goddamn thing you see on TV. <laughs> like Brooklyn Nine-Nine is shot here, right? Well, occasionally, yeah. Occasionally. They shot the pilot. They shot the pilot. Oh, they, I, thought this, I thought they were using the, the cop rooms. They've used everything here. Okay. Um, they've come back a couple times since then. But uh, for the, those of you who don't understand, the pilot is the first episode to determine whether or not it ever goes to air. But the point is they came here. They used what I already had here. I have a very famous police station here. They used it. They changed it. They made it their own. And then they said to me, just so you know, if this show ends up going on and continue to make episodes of it, we will not do it here. We will build this exact <laughs> same thing. Over oh, did the they Fox really Yes, oh. they told me up front they were going to come in, take measurements, do their thing, and build this replica of That's my hilarious. place on the Fox lot, which already has the replica of something else very famous on the Fox lot as well. Uh, the replica, uh, well, the Fox lot has NYPD, the NYPD Blue Street. Nope. Nope. That's... I don't have a street inside my building. Oh, oh, this building. This building. They replicated something in the building? <clears throat> yes. The one that everybody talks about. 
Oh, the that room, that main room downstairs. No, this game sucks. This game does suck. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. The oh. original bar. Oh, that's on the. Oh, I guess FX. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, but I, it's on the Fox lot now. Right, right. Yeah, the, the original Patty's Pub. Yes, original, the original Patty's. Patty's Pub is in the Herald Examiner yeah, building. Yeah, it, and um, we have uh, shot many an idea here as yeah. well, and uh, these are things that you, as a viewer, would never see because no one's interested in them. <laughs> It's funny. Yeah, no, it's useless. Uh, we, uh, which, you know, the whole concept of this show, and John and I talked about it, was that um, it's pretty funny. And actually, you, when you wrote up what the show was going to be, it really, it kind of, it, it almost hit a nerve with me. Because when you actually read it in writing. <laughs> uh, don't know who these guys are? Don't worry, nobody does. But it wasn't that part of it. It was like, collectively, they've been in this city for <laughs> over 30 years. Collectively working in this town for over 30 years. In and show, you still, in the business of show. In, in, yeah, we have, and that's the thing. Guest has arrived, Matt oh Fultron. My God, there he is. Matt Fultron, first guest on Hollywood Anonymous. How are you? Matt, buddy? I got you. Somebody left this really, really nice uh, director's chair here. For, hold on, I'm going to put you out. There you go. Somebody left this really say, nice yeah, director's chair. Are they always this high? Well, yeah. When you're powerful. That is a, that's that's, <laughs> that's a that's fucking a, throne. I get it now. Yeah, that's, that's why I get that's the power. decision making. Why chair. directors act like dickheads sometimes? Yeah, I'm starting to feel a little arrogant. Look, look at your chair. Not only is it soft and wood. And beautiful wood, like handcrafted. Uh, by the way, Brian, I think, is going to make these and sell but, them. But and, look, and put a flag in it. That is it's for a, like, an umbrella. King full charge. Oh, <laughs> that's an umbrella. So a like, flag. That would be the awesome. Scene, like, slave. <laughs> that's, see, if you were ever, if any of us were ever to accomplish anything in this business, this yeah. is the kind of stuff when you've, when you've amounted to something. Yeah. In Hollywood, you get this kind of stuff. What's you the get difference? a chair. I'm sitting in it right now. Right, exactly. But there's no umbrella. <laughs> but there's you, no look umbrella. what you've amounted to. You're the B-Y-O-U. first guest. <laughs> You're the, <laughs> you're the first. Uh, you're the first guest on the Hollywood Anonymous podcast. That's yeah. why you. Uh, le- that's why you get the chair. That's that you. feels great. Yeah, it feels great. But see, this is what's so funny about this show is that because we're for now because we're doing it here, people can just walk in. There's always something going on here. This this building is one of the most is, is the most filmed pra- what's called location. It's really in the city appropriate, of Los right? Yeah, because you guys are talking about how anonymous you are, and then you can actually see people stars <laughs> from here. You can actually see movie walking stars walking outside the windows on movie set. Here's the thing: the difference is we'll look at them and go, "Hey," they'll look at us and go, "What are they doing? <laughs> why, why are they?" <laughs> Don't look at me <laughs> if they even look up this way. You're offensive. Right. My eyes. <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, most people are, are. I've come to find most people of of that you know are nice people. Like I think that whole thing about I think for the most actors part, yeah. and stuff is crazy. I don't. I don't buy it. Well, I mean, look. I mean, I mean, mean. I should say mean or jerks. Yeah, not mean. I mean, don't crazy. Look in the eyes I stuff. think depending they on who crazy. you are, we're crazy. They're all crazy. But when you think about it, like when I, I have a friend who works with a, a musician, and it's like when I hear the stuff that he can't do on his own, I'm embarrassed for the guy, and then I'm like. It's sad because he's been treated like that his whole life. I mean, you don't just wake up one day and not know what pants to put on. You know, how am I? If you don't bring me food, how am I gonna eat? Like, I don't know, dude. You got two fucking legs and a wallet. Go get some food. <laughs> so, so is it that bad? It's it's minor chores you can't do. No, it's it's everything. It's literally everything. Yeah, but if he's, everybody like takes care of you, it's like an but invalid. he can shred that axe, baby. Dude, no, if, that, if, if he could shred the axe, it would be. <laughs> write that thing. down. I didn't oh, even know what they even called famous? it that. I'm gonna write that down. He's just like a regular guy that plays guitar. Or no, is he, he doesn't famous? play guitar. No, no. He's pretty famous. He's oh, famous. okay, okay, yeah, good. We're not dropping names here. We're not trying. I know we're not. No, we're get us in trouble, man. Already, you just got here, but. But we will have the guy who works with this guy now come on and talk about when he worked with Vince Neil because he fucking hates Vince Neil. Oh, great. Wow. So Vince Neil, then, then we'll be on the radar, right? Then we'll, we'll be, be on, on the, radar. the radar. Then we'll be on the radar. Um, I think it's okay to make fun of Vince Neil. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> All right, we, 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 I'll write that down. That's okay. That's there definitely first. The do's and the do's. First of, rule of Hollywood Anonymous. It's okay. A, number, a, number A. Number A. Number A. A1. It, it is okay. To mock the shit out of Vince Neil. <laughs> A1, clause one, don't fuck with Tommy Lee. Okay. Well, he'll slap you with his dick. You don't want that. We have, I will tell you a Tommy Lee story, though. Okay. If we're oh. shitting on. We are. Hold that. That's Wait. a teaser. Well, because we oh don't know. God. Teaser. <laughs> teaser. No, this is good. He's got one. He's not going to slam. Do you think people right? are going to? No, no. We, I want nobody. Here, John. You've been in Hollywood how long? What's your story? I've been here since '99, November of '99. Right. Coming up on why? Why did you come here? I came here because a friend of mine from college, his uncle was a director out here. He'd done some documentaries, and they were re- received a lot of uh, acclaim, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his name's Doug Prey. He directed Scratch and Hype. They won at Sundance and stuff like that. They're music documentaries. But his uncle was out here, and my friend goes, hey, man, I'm thinking after college I might. He was a year behind me. He goes, I'm thinking after college I might uh, move to Los Angeles. And I was like, 
California? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, huh. is there another LA? Uh, I'm, I don't know. I literally, lower Alabama. I literally um, was playing, well, I think we were playing foosball and he said it. And I was like, hey man, why don't you give it a year or give it six months or something and I'll, I'll go out there with you, man, because I'm looking for something to do because I had graduated college and had nowhere to go and nothing to do and hated everything. It sounds like that. That's, that's typical. of. There's only two reasons why you ever move out here. That would be one of them. Yeah, I have but, nothing better to do. But right, it wasn't like I was chasing a crazy dream. I came out here and he was like, maybe we could get jobs as set dressers in movies. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> that's actually pretty. I was like, okay. Did I, you even know people did that? I was like, and he goes, I go, what is that? And he's like, it's basically oh, glorified <laughs> moving. You just move furniture and shit. And I go, Fuck, I can move furniture. Sure, man. I'm a big <laughs> oaf. And uh, when I got out here, he was looking for work in the industry. Me and him ended up living. <laughs> we ended up living at our plans for where we we're going to live fell through like two weeks before we were supposed to move out. Which here. is, again, typical. a very typical story, right. by the way. And I was miserable. I was living on a floor of an apartment with these two guys I knew from high school. Again, and also. Typical. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing. There, this, and this I'm sure they like, love to have you. Oh, they did actually. I was. Uh, yeah, I was we'll, the, we'll, we'll talk to them next. I week. was the light of their fucking depressing lives. <clears throat> That's why the funny thing I was like, I'm moving to I'm moving to Los Angeles and uh, at the end of October, and they were like, "What? Uh, so when are you going to come back?" I'm like, "I'm moving <laughs> to Los Angeles at the end of October." They're like, well, "What are you going to do there?" I go, "I don't know yet." They were like, "Are you a fucking idiot?" And I was like, "I, I don't know yet." <laughs> and and I got out there and we. I was like, look, I'm moving. When he's like, well, the place fell through, I go, I don't care. I'm moving out anyway. I'll live in my car. It doesn't matter to me. I just need to get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> so uh, like three, four days before I got in my car to leave, my friend calls me. He's like, hey, man, my uncle's buddy who we went to college with has a room. We can stay there for a little while until we get up and running or whatever. And I was like, okay, that sounds great, like 200 bucks a month. So we That you guys all... Stayed in. No, well, no. 200 bucks each. It was or just you? Me and him. Me and my buddy. Did you guys bunk up or share the same bed? We slept on the floor. There okay. was nothing in the room. We didn't have anything. Hey, Keen in here and talk about how he shared a bed with another man at, <laughs> at, at, past the age of 30 and he wasn't homosexual. We'll continue. Wow. Keen, you'll find out about Keen uh, later. Well, that's classic. He's going to be on a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People need to know about us and our failures. Continue. Dude, I agree. I agree. Um, so we, I get out here, like I, I went up, I did the weird route. I went up to where I went to college. I visited there for a couple of days and then I drove over across the top of the United States and then down. And I got here, I drove a, a 1976 BMW 530i that I bought with my grandma's inheritance right after high, uh, graduating college for five grand. My dad was like, you did what? <laughs> you bought a car that was a year younger than you are? I was like, uh, I think. And he's like, are you a fucking idiot? And I was like, uh, I don't know yet. I think I might be. <laughs> yeah. He keeps saying that he, I am. He, he did not. He did not like that purchase. He was not pumped. And the car was nothing but trouble. And I finally, I got out here. It was like gas was running all over. And I finally took it to a mechanic out here. He's like, where did you drive this from? I was like, I drove it from Illinois. He goes, Jesus Christ, you're lucky you're not dead. And I was like, why? And he's like, because the uh, there was, he's getting bad gas mileage. And I go, yeah. And he goes, here's why. Gas is shooting all over your engine. And one spark could have ignited the whole thing. And I had dragged a, a, my muffler like 50 miles <laughs> oh before God. that. And I was like... Now, hold on. Did you know you were dragging the muffler? I did. I was trying to get it to just fall the fuck off. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you were pulling some vacation moves trying to... Okay. Shake it. Good. Good. <laughs> so anyway, we, I, we were, me and my buddy are living on this floor in are Echo Park. Are you a Park. fucking idiot? <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you one time I was with John and he, That's he a callback and John needed to throw John needed to throw up so I actually shook the car to see if I get John to throw up so there are similarities in shaking the oh, car right. yeah. to get something off right. he needed to get vomit off of himself one of the worst hangovers I've ever had we can talk about that but this guy was this guy we were staying with he's like you know late thirties almost forty right where, where I am now right and I was twenty four and all I did, all we did I drank twelve packs at like a night. <laughs> And smoked cigarettes and we fucked smoked dope in his place. And he was like, and, and like, we're looking at, and this is back when computers were shit, you know? So, like, you said you weren't going to do that. I know. Well, it, I tipped it. I didn't. You mean got to. excited. This is your exciting part of the story, I can tell. Yeah. You're moving your hands around a lot. Go, continue. Because this is the first, like, he had a computer. Well, we didn't have laptops. I didn't have a cell phone. You know what I mean? It was like 1999. You didn't have a cell phone in 99? You had no. a cell phone? No way. I Come mean, on, guys. I, when Not people with close. cell phones, I mocked. I was sure. like, oh, look at this fucking guy. He's so important. Everyone's going to reach him all the so time. So did you come in here with a typewriter? I don't understand what you showed I had up a with. typewriter. I did have <laughs> did a typewriter. Did you move out here with a typewriter? I did have a typewriter. I have an Underwood, dude. It's a 1950s <laughs> Underwood. 
you said it with a typewriter. I used to, well, I got it from this post oh. office I used to work at in high school. And then You're I like, thought, I'm either going to be a star, a screenwriter star, or a oh. gumshoe. <laughs> I don't know, you don't need to be a gumshoe to have a typewriter. I don't think that's I, I a couldn't thing. think of anything yes, else. <laughs> oh, is that part of the no, I don't know. unwritten right, continue, rule? continue, so. So anyway, this guy, after a few months of us trying to look at porn on his computer and getting <laughs> fucking viruses and doing all kinds of shit to this dude, he was finally like, what? I would wake up, I would just, he goes, are, are you drinking right now? And I go, no, I just woke up. He's like, you smell like beer. And I go, yeah, yeah, it comes out of my pores. My mom used to complain about it, too. <laughs> and he was like, and I, they, we had a, a balcony that had like no railing. It was just a slab of wood Oof. that was small, like the size of this table. So we'd be out there smoking cigs and drinking and shaking around. He's like, and right below it was like a, it was like a 30-foot drop into cactuses. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he God. was like, could you guys not be out there like that? I was like, like, just making fun of this dude. And he was so nice to us. He was so nice. And then finally he was like, you guys got to go. <laughs> And I was like, you know what? And Tim was like, my buddy Tim was like, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. yeah, we've overstayed our welcome. He was nice enough to let us stay that long. So in April, we moved into a place on Herald Way, right around the corner from the White Horse. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. April, White Horse is April uh, of 2000. Fairly well known. Yeah, drinking joint. Yeah. In, uh, Western. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be, and there used to be a porno theater right there. The Pussycat Porno yeah, Theater was right was, there. Did that you was, go to it? That was still open. I went by to try to buy a movie poster one and day. And they shut down? No, no, they were the guy who didn't understand what arrested. I wanted. They had a, what do you mean he didn't understand you what you wanted? I go, I walked up and there was a poster hanging in the window for a porno that was coming, like a movie attraction poster. And it was literally a farmer, like a crazy hick white farmer with a pitchfork. And he's about to stab a haystack. And there's a black dude in overalls behind the haystack. And there was a blonde chick with like huge tits going, mm-hmm. and it's the title of the movie was Homie in the Haystack. <laughs> And yeah, I was yeah like, I, you should want to buy that. I go, I, I go, can I, what do you guys do when you take these posters down? And he goes, it's 11.50. And I go, I don't want to come in to see a movie. What do you do when you take the posters down? And he's like, what? And I'm like, this movie poster over here. And I'm like touching, I'm like, this one right here. And he's like, uh-huh. I go, when it comes out of that, when it comes out of that case, I hate microphones. Well, you got to use them on this show, whether you like them or not. There you go. Can't have com- a podcast without mics. <laughs> you could. Some people have tried. They've done a few on the phone. I do yeah. a little. Have you heard one. a podcast on a phone? I've yeah. Have you been du- I'm sorry. Have you been duped into listening to a podcast and you realize they're talking on a phone to each other? I, I've d- Both people are on the phone. We'll get back to your story. I was just curious if you guys are. That's how one, bad they like, I went over to one guy. Hey, let's do a podcast. And he just hit record on the computer. And no mics whatsoever. No, just talking yeah, into that shitty that. audio. No. How did that? I'm come like, out? well, this is a waste of an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck's gonna listen to this? Well, we may be saying about this in just a second. With really, with really <laughs> good mics, sound. God damn it. So okay, so you you never got your poster. Well, no, the guy did, could not figure out. I go, you know what, man? I finally just was frustrated. I was like, I'm just going to leave. Come How on. long did they close after that? Uh, it was a few months. Oh, okay. And yeah. did you go back and try to get the poster on closing? No, I, I decided it was not. I mean, I really, I really like the spirit of young John Huck, though. Like, all this shit sounds really <laughs> young fun. Young John Huck. <laughs> <laughs> Young John Huck was he was adventurous. He yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounds yeah. like he's walking down the street with a fishing pole trying to figure his way through Hollywood. Well, he's definitely yeah. he's definitely following his following his instincts. He Look, walks past uh, the porno theater. He goes, you know what? I gotta have that. I do have it. You, you know what? If you would have <laughs> gotten that, anybody that would have come over to your apartment would have been like, where did you get that? It, it's, be, a, it's, be, a talk, I, it's a story I, piece, right? Like yeah, it really is genuinely genuinely a story piece. Well, the best part is, with or without the poster, it's still a story. Yeah, yeah. So it's fair enough. Yeah. But you yeah. wouldn't know unless he and told now, you. And I think I forgot. I never did this, but I think I should now with internet. I should look that movie up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've never Googled that movie. Like, no, I don't know. I'm thinking well, about maybe actually. Well, why? Homie in the haystack. So I could buy it or get a poster or uh, you'll get call dis- the director. Something tells me you'll get distracted. <laughs> oh, <excuse me. laughs> I kept trying to buy the poster. Yeah, you. <laughs> but then I kept Those masturbating. Those transactions never really work out. Yeah, it was, oh, okay. Oh, I was interested in the poster. I was very interested in the poster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then I lost interest in the poster. <laughs> then I got a sandwich. Then I got very interested in the poster again. You ever heard Kevin Nealon review porno yeah. movies on yeah. Saturday Night Live? This is good. So I want to stop there with you for just a second. I want to go over. No, no, because I think this is a good place to start. It's always, everyone always has it like, okay, tell me about what it was like when you first got here thing. Because nobody ever talks about like, it's so uncomfortable. It smells. You're a loser. Things don't Uh, work out. A lot of broken promises. Weird things like that happen. Because it's so out of the norm from where you come from. Yeah. Because you came from a small town in Uh, Illinois. Illinois, whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, Matt, you're yeah. from. You moved out here from from Maryland. From Maryland. Now, how big was the city that you came from? Or and did you didn't oh. do it? Did you reroute through New York at all, or did you come well, straight to LA? No. Here's what happened. I um, Matt Fultron, everybody. I went to school in Baltimore. Okay. So I had that much of an urban experience going for myself. Uh, but I grew up in in Southern Maryland, and that's where I was 
for like four months working as a landscaper, saving up money to move out here. And and at that time, why? Okay, so you're working landscaping. Yeah. Are you doing anything else that you had honed a skill that said I need to take myself to? Well, to I did Hollywood. go to a, a pretty ghetto film school, and when I say ghetto, I mean it did not prepare me to make films. Right. <laughs> Uh, you know, we we're editing on Steambacks. Bu- steam Do you know what Did those you are? Did you make a movie with a guy in a pitchfork? Pitchfork? Well, that was... Well, <laughs> well, explain. That's not really on my IMDb. <laughs> Curses. But, so anyway, so you, were, you went to some sort of bizarre film it was, school. And we, everything we used was from the 60s. It was like news camera, 16 millimeter film from the 60s and we're actually cutting film but you Jesus. know so you cut really see i yeah, cut yeah, film yeah. i went to film school and i cut film yeah. too you i actually film school yeah 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 i got kicked out so the, the thing is um there is an interesting thing about doing it that way though i mean obviously everything's on computers now so i mean did you not like did you hate it i actually kind of liked the cutting of i the didn't film. hate it at all it was interesting i thought it was fun yeah because uh i didn't well, you could take video classes too but video was so fucking lame back, back then yeah it yeah like shit. yeah yeah so film, I film wanted, was truly i mean i want to shoot some film man is there a secret it's like it's like the real deal it's like like film is like compared to now it's, film is like stand up and video is like improv <laughs> like that, you know, it's like yeah it's all right it'll do but it's fucking whack do you have do you have uh, do you have any movies that you uh, never converted uh, that you made that like, oh i converted from. them i got into film festivals and everything dude oh, let's, really look at this yeah, guy what yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. get out you're not anonymous not get big. get what film uh, festivals or anything well, no, but back but, then uh, the fact that you had to shoot on film no, really it, put you ahead of the game cuz if you knew how to buy the film and expose it properly, <laughs> you were so far ahead of the fucking game. Okay. That's the thing. Unreal. Less people, the, there was less people in the pool back then. Like, Way less Like people. It was like you were coming. And I'm not, I'm not saying that's how you got into these film festivals. I'm sure no, you're no, moving. He's right. agreeing with you because it yeah. is true. You, you, but, you couldn't afford $50,000 worth of equipment. Exactly, to, exactly. So you'd have you to have the... You didn't even know what to do. It wasn't right. even on your fucking radar. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like... Your home phone had a camera on it. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. People are making iPhone movies now. Yeah, I mean... And taking it to film festivals. Kids, kids, yes. Children are making whole feature-length yeah. iPhone movies. It's, it's fucking insane. We would have had a career for those damn kids. Yeah, meddling teens. That's right. <laughs> I was thinking about going to New York. I always wanted to go to New York, and then... It seemed like the logical thing, because it's so much you were closer. So, so close. close. Yeah. Maybe well, that's like, why you It's didn't. kind of embarrassing, but I mean, I guess that's what, what this podcast is for. Uh... <laughs> Saw Swingers. Okay. Thought that looked like so much fun. So much fun. And uh, I went to school with uh, Randy. You know Randy. Yep, Radio He's Rando. He's a fun guy. He's a he, producer now, like he, UPM, line producer. Absolutely. Helps make movies, yeah. Good for he, Randy. He, you know, he... Well, you should see some of the movies. Continue. <laughs> he told me, you know, he, you got to watch this movie. And we were all, all of a sudden, we were all just kind of like, eh, let's go to LA and see what that's like. Because we're in the... We were like wanting to make films anyways, and it almost seemed that almost you... seemed logical, even though we both knew, or we all knew, it was a couple of us, that we were pretty much bullshitting, and we didn't really know what we were going to do when we got there. No, it's it was a very huge, vague plan. Let's be honest. Sure, every single one of it. That's a huge leap when you wherever you're leaving from to come yeah. here, whether well, you realize it or not, it is a monumentous and just just a huge. But there's jump. a couple things. And you're clueless, of course. I drove cross country one summer, and so. That to I was where? All the way to San Francisco okay. from Maryland. Wow. And I was like, all of a sudden, that just, that was like heroin to me, was um, just getting out and seeing anything. Yeah. Because I had lived in Maryland for so long, and I never even thought that, I never even thought to leave, or I never even thought that there was, even though I was way into skateboarding, obsessed with California, I never really thought of it as like something I can do. That was not your early agenda. Right. Then when I saw what I could do, like all you have to do is get in the fucking car. <laughs> Look at a map and, and go. It's a possibility. A map, and by the way, was huge... it was a paper map that you took. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huge Rand like a... McNally fucking Atlas Or did someone thing. just write it down for you? Yeah. <laughs> Your mom gave you directions. <laughs> we, had a, we had a map, but we just kind of bought them as we went. <laughs> you do. You get the gas stations, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, but, that's, but you're right. Sometimes all you got to do is get in and go. And like that, that, anything that, is a possibility. That blew my mind and just turned me on so much that like... I could pretty much go do whatever I wanted. Yeah. And it just it just made me feel like anything was possible. And so of course, doing it again was possible. I already did it. Yeah. 
So and did you? So when you said I'm out, did you? What was the plan? Did you already make contact with somebody that you were going to hit up when you got out there? Me and my friend, me and two friends, were like, we're gonna we're gonna move out. And there was this girl that lived in Venice, and she was like, you can sleep on a couch and everything. There's always that person, right? Hey. And they eventually end up asking you to leave. But there's oh, always oh, that person. Oh, quickly. <laughs> she thought she was going to be so cool. Well, here's the thing. <coughs> she was friends with me. She's mostly friends with my friend Tim, who's like this real good-looking dude and everything. Oh, okay. And then, you know, I get to tag along. But then this other guy jumped on. Uh, see? He's kind, of, kind of a slob. Big cigarette smoker. Oh, uh, yeah. The whole deal. Yeah. I'm blowing up over here. Yeah, that's all right. Um. And so we just fucking we got it, we got some money together and we just did it. So I want to clarify something real quick that um, you just just to get the, it's okay. It's, we'll, we'll work out of these bugs in the uh, studio. Hollywood or not, I'm trying we to, bump into I, stuff. I'm, I'm trying to find out how I could take the biggest room possible and, and put us into the smallest, smallest corner, corner of the room hey. to make sure that people can barely move around and do it. So just so I, I'm clear in 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 the story, Matt, is that. You guys, when you started the story, it was you had an invite to stay at someone's house. And it sounds more like somebody else was invited to stay at the house. And yeah. then a bunch of other dudes got in that car. And she didn't know and, how to, she, yeah, she had to say she yes. She was not it's anticipating like, so many yeah. broken dreams. Matt just walked away because he had to take a phone call. This is, but here's the thing. He's working right now See? in the building. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Working right here in the building as a, as a quote-unquote site representative. He's here making sure people do their job. There's a movie filming here tomorrow that Matt is helping him prep out. They, they called you? Oh, they're calling me like crazy. Oh, is there a problem? No, there's issues. Okay. Oh, I like He'll that. He'll be back. I like that one. This says, is what you do. Is there a problem? He said there's issues. I like that. <clears throat> I try not to say stuff like that. <clears throat> So I'll explain There's to you. So, no so in, in the building right now, um, we just had three. We had two shows yesterday. What uh, were they? Can you tell me what they were? Yeah, one of them was called. Is by the time I'm sure it's it'll be out by the time we we ever do anything. But it, one of them was like this thing. I don't know. If it's titles change just so people know. Like whatever they film it as. Yeah, it's, it's always the working thing. title yeah. and then the actual title. One of them is called Avengers Grim. So it's it's. Avengers style with all grim characters. Wow. Right? And so that's that that's that movie that was here. And that and so okay, so Lou Frigno was here. Was he in that? Yes, he was in it. Wow. And it, this is a, this is like a micro micro. There are there are companies, you know, um everybody's familiar with um uh, what's the guy that made all the really uh, bad movies? Transformers. Like the cor- the cor- uh, oh, uh, Harvey Corman? No, George, Cor- George. Uh, Corman. George Corman. George Corman's girl. Um George the Cor- Corman guy, you know. Anyway, he he was known forever making the B movie guy. Roger, Roger Corman, Corman yeah. made B movies. So there's a lot of companies out here like that now. A lot of companies have tapped into making really <clears throat> cheesy, bad, kind of borderline. Well, I don't want to say rip off movies, but like what you but just there, said. There are that. There is a company that literally, when Transformers comes out, they put out Transmorphers. Yes. and it's a really weak ass version of it, like yes. almost all CGI and crap. And then people accidentally. Rent that offline. They're literally making it so you accidentally rent That's it. That's exactly what they do. You're like, they're like, hey, oh, yeah, cool Transformers is out already. Oh my God. You get it. You're like, what is this? And you're like, That's Transmorphers. It's yep. Transmorphers 6. Like, yeah. oh God. <laughs> six? The sixth six? one. But yeah. But, so anyway, yeah. But then so there that, are also that's... other original B movies. Like, yeah. I'm a big fan of the sci fi B movies, like all the shark movies that they make. Oh, yeah. They're, shark they're, they're... Tipus, like Sharknado was great. Sharknado 2 was hilariously bad. <laughs> There's a um um there's a, sh- a show that's going to be filming here for a couple days and I was talking to the guy and I just so I, I'm very clear of what I do. I basically there's a bunch of sets inside this building. There's a bar set we talked about all this. There's police stations, jails. I show people around Doctors, and then I yeah. I help them. I book the shows for them to, to use the property. So he was he came in to look at the property. And I go, oh yeah yeah, um, you guys are making um, Stormnado. And he looked at me. He goes, what? He goes, no Stormageddon. And I was like, oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> no, Stormnado? What are you, an idiot? No, Stormageddon, moron. <laughs> but then I saw him for a second stop ago, but maybe the sequel could be Stormnado. I mean, like, you know, but he looked at me like I just was, but it's like everything's NATO now, right? Like, yeah, that's NATO. the thing. Like, once Sharknado hit, and I think they're making, I saw the other day they're making Sharknado 3 already. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. The, the, the funniest thing about that movie, like, because I watch all those bad shark movies, <clears throat> I was aware that Sharknado was coming out on sci-fi. Made a point to watch it. Like, I went home, I DVR'd it, I was going to watch it when I got back. I got home way early from whatever I was doing and started the movie about 20 minutes in, but I started from the top, you know. Then I go 
on Twitter because I want to start making fun of it. Right. And just if anyone else is watching, they would totally get my jokes. But Twitter had already fucking exploded. <laughs> At Mia Farrow was tweeting about Sharknado. Like, it was insanity. You thought you had something. Yes, I thought yes, I had you something. You had a secret, and, and you wanted to share it. Yeah, and everyone already knew. And it was so, it was the most fun I, I have had on Twitter. Like, I have a real good time when the, like, the vice presidential debates and stuff. Like, pe- like it is hilarious. It's hilarious to be on Twitter as you're watching stuff like that. Because people are really funny, and it gets... Really crazy, and it's it's. I mean, half the shit these people on TV are saying is ridiculous. They need to be made fun of. But when I see a bad movie, I do the same thing. Like I said, in hopes that there's two, three, four other people out there like, oh my god, yeah, I saw that. And it's I, right before I turn it on, I'm on Facebook, and this guy's like, hey, if you happen to check it out, and a small part in this movie Sharknado, and I respond, hey, I'm gonna watch it right now. I was laughing so hard over the entire movie. <laughs> what uh, is the ghost of Matt <laughs> just showed back up? <laughs> It's like a sitcom, just walk in Guys, laughing. Guys, movie magic. Yeah. This is a good movie we're making, right? Yeah. Everything okay? Everything's great. What, tell us what your big issue was that you had to run off the show for. They said, can we leave a table in front of an elevator? And I said, do as you wish, my children. You, I gave you the power to make that decision. Yeah. Inquiring feels good, And you know, you know who he was talking to? Set dressers. And we've learned yeah. all about set dressers today yeah. on the show. <laughs> Uh, also, I never got a job doing set dressing. I've never done that job. But you got to um, have the funny part is you got to have something to say when you're leaving town. And oh, yeah. Go, what are you going to They're like, what the fuck are you going to They're so concerned. Like, what are you going to do out there? Yeah. Why they care? I have no idea. But it's you got to have an Well, because they don't want you to go because you're a reminder <laughs> of like, if I stay behind. Yeah. Well, the and fun- never do and never pursue any of my dreams. Right. Do you know how funny it was? Like. I was out it hurts. In, in beginning. By the way, Sharknado, good stuff. All right, oh, continue. Yeah, sorry. Well, no, no, we don't care. It doesn't matter. Well, we're, we're talking about B movies. We'll get yeah, back to that. Yeah, B movies. But I was out here not even a month, right? And I was like Thanksgiving weekend, and I'm in my underwear on that deck I was talking about, like drinking a beer. There's a parade <laughs> going on at sunset. It's like 80 degrees out. This and, year, I'm thankful for almost having railings. Right. <laughs> but I was enjoying myself immensely. Yeah. And my friend calls me. He's like, hey, happy Thanksgiving, man. I'm like, yeah, you too. He's like, when are you, when are you moving back? <laughs> Once and I'm again. Like, Dude, what? He's like, when are you moving back? Because this kid has moved away and moved back. And his, his thing, food. I, I didn't like DC. He moved out to DC. I didn't like, there was no food out there. I go, Fuck you, there was I go, food out there. I, I, I was like, I'm sorry, dude. You could live anywhere in this country and find food that you liked. I don't care where. You, Especially in a city. Well, that's an excuse. I mean, you really, was, do you really think that that's uh, why? Well, I mean, but come on, that's what he would flaunt as the reason. Like, there's no sure. fucking food. I'm like, what does he do? What? Because there's no portillos. What like, does he what do now? He, he's a food critic. He's a food critic yeah. for, for the Warrenville Digest. <laughs> <laughs> he's an eater. He's an he's, an, he's, he's a just an eater. He's a competitive eater. Yeah, well, then I can understand where he's coming well, from. This place will not serve me nine thousand hot dogs. No place sitting. to train out here. That's they don't really bring funny. them out fast enough. That's really funny. Uh, no, so yeah, people like, and again, why do they care so much? Like, why? Like, what are you gonna do out there? Like all your parents, friends, and stuff, and like, oh, oh, my mom's friends were like, uh, earthquakes, yeah, earthquakes, earthquakes. Yeah. My mom's like, ah, uh, the biggest fault line in America runs through the middle of Illinois. Like, yeah. everyone settle down. Like, we're gonna be fine. So if that's gonna be the big one, it's gonna swallow St. Louis. Hopefully, that's, that's Illinois getting. Illinois. That's a movie, Illinois again. It's called Midwest again. Midwest again. We were talking about B movie. We were talking about the yeah. movie that was here. I, I want to say one thing though, which you know about because you saw them filming here, the, the Avengers Grimm stuff that was here yesterday, I along with. I don't, I don't, you you missed them. You okay. missed them because you were part of really made people all over it. the place. Did I see that? Really? I'm not. Uh... But people are so scared of California. I was on. A, um, I was at a subway uh, in New York, in Brooklyn. This is like ten years ago. And I was going to the airport. I had my suitcase with me. And she was like, where are you going? It was like 2 in the morning. And I'm like, I'm going to California. Oh, and he goes, ain't you scared of earthquakes? That's all he I'm had, scared though. of a dude yelling at me in the fucking yeah, 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 subway exactly. at 2 in the morning. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not scared. I, I live there. And he goes, what, are you tired? <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you? Because it was like four in the morning. I he, said he was desperate for a conversation. Yeah, he just wanted to talk. Okay. Oh my god! How are long you did you tired? talk to him for? I go, yeah, I'm really tired. It's four in the morning. Text Why aren't you tired? Are you guys? Sir? Are you guys still buddies on text or? No. <laughs> yeah, let's trade information. <laughs> this guy's out of his mind. This guy. <laughs> he was just another dude from Brooklyn. 
So, uh, yeah, B movies get made all the time. But, but I was just telling them how excited I was this week because Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. Oh, right, 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 right. These, Circle back it, around again. Something you don't know until you're out here and you're just kind of working in the mid level of what this business yeah, is, which is I've, that's all I've ever done in this business is work in the mid level. Couple of mid level guys. Yeah. Um, you see this over and over again that they they actively seek out people like Lou Frigno or Lee Majors or oh, Adam Eric West Estrada. or Eric Estrada. Oh, yeah. they, they bring them in for a day and use them in some way, shape, or form in their movies. And and I mean, listen, it's it must work because I got man, I lost my mind when I knew Lou Frigno was coming. I, I made as sure you should have. I made sure <laughs> something needed to be taken care of in the area of his arrival. Right, you, now, you needed to be there. I had to be there. Yeah, this might be a sore subject, but that's what this podcast is all about. Once again. Adam West. Yes. Isn't that wasn't there wasn't that a tough story for you? No, no, not at all. What happened? What do you exactly? mean tough story for Meaning me? like when you meet your heroes, like No, none when of these they, guys. When they shot you out of a cannon, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> when Adam West and you joined the circus for a decade. If I could only have a career. I, I think that there is a, 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 a the ultimate career, I yeah. think, in, in show business. Human cannon. You rise to the top. You fall. People only want to see you when you're getting shot out of a cannon 10 years after whatever it is you accomplished right. that you were mattered for. Yeah. Then you know you've made it, and or if there's an action figure made after you, right. regardless well, of your level. That'd right. be so great if it was me. It's like, hey, the off-the-hook guy's getting shot out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but wasn't there a scenario where you missed meeting Batman? I did. I missed it. He was filming somewhere else, and then somebody had called me and said he's there, and I couldn't leave doing what I was doing because I really wanted to meet him. Because he's one of those guys, like, he'll stop, take the picture, talk to you, and that kind right. of stuff. So I ended up being invited to some other event that he did, and I got to oh, say okay. hi to him so and stuff like that. It was ending. fine. That's good. Yeah. So you've met Adam West was on the top. That was <laughs> that was I, my checklist is very, you know, it's, and, you, it's, and you've got a lot of them, right? I mean, you met William Cat, got William Cat, a greatest were, American hero, which is was not one to be of confused my, with Cat Williams, not to be confused with greatest on. <laughs> Hero, but here's the thing. I don't know how you guys. Are. I don't do pictures though. No pictures. I, I just want to. I just want to know that I met that person yeah, sure. and talked to them. Right. Yeah. So I just met Weird Al. I didn't ask for a picture. He yeah. signed five records for me though. See, there you ah, go. I was fucking Weird that's, Al. I had to. Yeah, that's cool. I, I went out and bought him the night before. I was like, "Hey, man, is this cool?" He's like, "Of course." I'm not comfortable asking someone to take a picture with me. It has to. I, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but it would have to be something where it happened. Yeah, all I'm saying is I'm not comfortable. No, it's, it's not. Weird. I actually I feel weird. I feel sometimes weird. I want one. But, sure, but and then I feel and then I feel kind of weird, like even putting it on the internet too. Like, hey, look, I know I met that, somebody, dude. I agree with that a hundred thousand percent. I put like, this on Twitter one time. I'm like, if your profile picture. Is you and a celebrity that makes you the, the least important person on your own Facebook page? Yeah, so Matt, so this <laughs> that's so, a really good point, though. Matt and I were talking about this yesterday. I said that my biggest fear came years ago when I was um, I uh, I was opening up for Caliendo somewhere, one of the improvs, Frank Caliendo yeah. from Mad TV. Yeah, yeah. Again, I was the mid level management uh, position in that in that specific gig at that yeah. time. Everybody came to see him. <clears throat> they they listened to me, and then they moved on to him. So. But when I walked in there, the improvs always got pictures all over the walls, right? And there was one that was a group photo, and I was telling Matt, that was the thing that scared me, is I saw the group photo, and I knew three out of the four people in the photo, and then I was like, oh, and then there's that guy, and everyone probably looks at it and goes, who is that guy? <laughs> he either, you either look at it and you go, he wrecked the photo that I was excited to see, <laughs> or <laughs> you're like, American photo wrecker. You're like, why is that guy in the photo? Or you feel bad for that guy because he never made it. Like, that's my biggest fear is like, I don't want to, that's why yeah. I try not to get in too many photos because I'm going to be like, look at all you guys that made it. And oh then him. Oh my God, you try not to get, <laughs> first of all, is this hard for you to not get in a lot of photos? Are you dodging cameras left and right? Like, oh God, I got to get out of the way. Another picture's being taken. Hey, can you cut me out of that one? Yeah, you guys don't mind cropping me out just a little bit. Like, I'm probably in a lot of photos, but I'm Sasquatching those photos. You know what that you're in is? In the background? When, you like, walk, yeah. when you're walking sideways and you're, huh? Yeah. You accidentally, your photo, your Sasquatch bombing you're it. You're know? accidentally involved. Yeah, and, you know, so that's, there's, I a lot of those unfortunately but yeah taking pictures of people and then i agree putting them on there's certain people i that's almost exclusively what they do yeah and i'm like you're insane right yeah, but it bothers fucking... those people after a while too because you think about what it takes we got we we work with somebody that does this yeah that they there you can see the energy in them that they're rocking back and forth and they're really they want to go get that photo oh, they, yeah. they, like their their importance lies in documenting this uh, documentating documenting doc, documenting Making up words here on the Hollywood uh, Anonymous. That's how I'm going to make my name for myself. The, uh, the wordsmith. The new vocabulary. The new vocabulary, yeah. There's not enough of those on the interwebs. The, um, uh, yeah, but he, he's, he's got to get in there. He has an attack dog when it comes to getting photographs. And I had to pull him aside. I'm like, knock it off. 
please stop. It's weird. There are a couple. There's two guys I can think of. There's him and there's another guy who pr- are pretty starstruck, pretty fucking easily. Which and that's kind of okay, weird. Though. It's okay, but Don't it's you think okay. That's okay? That, oh my god, I think that's... it's okay, but I do think it's strange that like if you work at this building and you get starstruck easily, yeah, because your head's gonna explode every well, day, and it could creep them out. <laughs> the starstruck thing could freak somebody out. And sure. also, there's just a little bit. There's a little bit of like, what is that they say in like football when you score a touchdown and the people are like, act like you've been there before, right? Act like you've been there before. Like, you don't got to do the icky shuffle. You don't. Yeah, you, exactly, dude. Exactly. You don't got to do the people icky only get that reference because it's in a commercial currently. I that's know, the only which okay. is so funny that it is actually that's the icky last. Woods. Thing I knew of football, so I haven't even seen the commercial. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm just letting you know you can stay relevant on that one. Okay, they, good. They're bringing it back just for you, buddy. That one checks out. Yeah, <laughs> good. Thank God. Um, but but the act like just you know you see somebody they're human beings too. There's no re- you, you don't have to be a fucking weirdo around them. Hi, hello, how are you? Good. Yeah. I think know. sometimes I, I treat them too much like a human being. Is that and, what the and, problem and, is? And what, then, you get, then you get yelled at. Then then you cross the line of being. Well, that's what I did to Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, we're, okay. We have to close the show. <laughs> okay, on this with him, yes, because this, this one—it's a great setup, middle and close on well, that just... one. So that's just well. I want to finish. Actually, before we get to, I want to know. Okay, so we've gotten as far as you said. I'm out of here, and yeah. I'm coming to L.A. Yeah, and then you and like 17 other dudes got in the car <laughs> and stayed with the chick who said yes yeah. to the guy with his yeah, shirt yeah. off, but not everybody else that's in the car. She so got now, so tired of us. So you, you guys get there really well, first. I want to know about day one when you got here, and you. I want to know. I wanna I don't know what you what he's like. Very interesting. We got here, and as soon as we crossed the California border, I go, oh, fuck. I got to start living my life. Because first we went to West Virginia, which isn't even on the way. Yeah. We went there to party <laughs> with my brother. <laughs> then we went to Fort Collins, Colorado, to party with my that, friend. That, that's a yeah. good party. Yeah. School. Okay. Yeah. Still, yeah. If you're going to drive across country, man, stop and see everybody you might not see for a long <laughs> exactly. time. Yeah. I'm with you. Then we crossed the California border, and I go, oh, Fuck. That's I when gotta, you realize. I gotta, reality hits. Yeah. I got to get a job. I got to get a place. You I do know do most people shit. don't think about the job part, right? They, they, most people are like, they're still coming like it's a vacation like right, when they roll right. over the border. So it's interesting that you actually already took responsibility. Well, how the, how's he going to pay for anything? It doesn't matter. That, you ask to ten, other 10,000 people from yesterday. Well, I'm guessing here. you're not like a trust fund kid, right? No. And, and there's a lot. Of, that's who I see people who don't get jobs. Their, right. parents, their parents are supporting them constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so you're already worked up about not having a job. That's great. That's we a get great the, way we to ulcer. <laughs> yeah, I'm already stressed out. 23. No health insurance. Uh, and um, get to this apartment, and this girl is having a couple people over, and she goes, oh, I got to leave for a second. She comes back. She goes, hey, do you guys mind if I blow some coke? <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You have arrived. You've arrived. Oh, my, arrived. Oh my <laughs> They all start doing cocaine right there. <laughs> to fucking, like, like, within a half an hour of being in Venice. <laughs> Like, there's like coke. three or four people in front of me just doing coke. And then is this, we, we was this went not anything you'd of, seen in Maryland? Uh, I actually saw it in West Virginia on the way out. Never okay, saw it. Okay, so in we Maryland. had a training session. That's good. Um, and you know, I I I didn't do it. Me and my friends didn't do it. And like everyone else that had lived here for a while was going hog wild. Then we went out to a bunch of bars in Santa Monica. Talking to people on cocaine, which I've never talked to people <laughs> oh my God. who were on cocaine before. <laughs> How frustrating They were very that? interested in, in me and everything I had to say, and they were very interested in talking. Did uh, you get a job that night from one of them? I got on a coke? job. I, I sold a kilo. <laughs> And it became and it, it California's very, biggest drug dealer. It was all very surreal. We turned on the news the next morning, and it was like there was this like an, it was like Compton. It said Compton, and they were arresting all these gangbangers. So it was just like an NWA record. Oh my god! Yeah, this is everything uh, I thought it would be. So we figured we figured we were unwanted, and and then we went and um, we got an apartment pretty easily. Even though everywhere we went, most people were like, "You guys don't have jobs. Yeah, we can't give you an apartment." Yeah, we finally found this dude who, looking back, was obviously like a male cougar. <laughs> like wanted young boys, a young um, a gay cougar. Okay, okay, got the whole it. apartment complex was young guys, actors, good looking motherfuckers. Okay, he gave us a place that was easy. Nobody, uh, nobody fucked him. Didn't question your back, your history. Well, I knew it was history. weird. Like we went there to look at the place, and he goes, he made this speech. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> We're sitting down. He gives us beers. Guy showing an apartment. It was like that episode of Different Strokes. Oh yeah, he, like, watch these yeah. movies in the back. I felt like Dudley. He like gives us his beers and he goes, you know, he made this whole speech. He goes, you know, in 1850, a lot of settlers came out uh, looking for gold, and mostly all they found was rocks and pebbles. But uh, and that's mostly what I found. But you guys, you guys are gold. Are you fucking? And I'm just this- sitting there drinking this beer. Like you gotta be fucking kidding me. But we got this apartment, so we gotta just sit there and take it. <laughs> 
Were you guys? Were your clothes on during this? What speech? is happening? Ha- you definitely. guys are gold. Definitely, yeah. Like we're gold. We. I can tell you guys are cool. I can tell you guys are gold. I like your personalities. Do you use this speech any other time in your life? Because it's a great speech, by the yeah. way. You could you ever use it on girls? No. He uses it to audiences. No. Uses it to audiences. I've told the story up. before, but it's like uh, it's such a weird line. It stands out in my head. <laughs> yeah. And you can't forget that line. Then That's... he rounded up all the guys. He goes, "You guys are in." Let me let me introduce you to everybody else that fucking lives here. When's the last time that happened to you? You move into a apartment yeah, complex, that, but see, and that's good and on. that's nice, and then not so nice. Well, me, I'm like already tired of like hanging out with strangers and yes, shit. He takes yeah. us to Toy on Sunset. We yeah. walk. Oh, up I thought there. there was a guy named Toy on the he top floor. To Toy's like, place. Yeah, <laughs> that's my new name. <laughs> I don't have to pay in currency <laughs> or money. Uh, we eat a goddamn Thai dinner. Wait, he took you guys out? He took the whole apartment complex out. The The whole apartment complex. What is going on? Oh, my God. That's so weird. I'll tell you what's going on. Yeah. Uh, And he just wanted to be surrounded by boys. And then then he's like, after that, he's like, hey, let's go get some coffee. I'm like, coffee? We've been here for five fucking hours, you know? But my friend Christian, the slobby guy, was like, let's do it. We go get coffee, and they were actually doing stand-up comedy at the coffee shop. It was Top Fuel on Sunset. Oh, okay. you been, and were you stand-up like, at this point? Fuck no. I oh, was okay. like, in fact, I said to myself, I go, people still do stand-up? Like, I thought it was just something from the 80s. <laughs> yeah. I swear to what God. What year is this? This is 1997. 97, okay. Stand-up is fucking dead. It was pretty it dead. It was dead. And, I, and it was weird, because I'd, ne- I'd definitely never seen an open mic before. There, everyone's reading off notepads and stuff. And like, there's a window behind him, and it's daylight outside. And oh I'm like, god, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I'm like, these guys don't even have jokes. Little did I know, in less than a year, uh, it was going to be them. <laughs> so then we go back to the apartment complex. More people are coming home. People are getting off work. Where he's like, "Hey, you want a beer?" And I'm like, "Oh fuck, now we're drinking beers. <laughs> this I'm is like, a still day going. Go? When are we? It's dark now. <laughs> when are we going to go home?" I remember we finally got in the car, and I just screamed with like, "Oh my god, that was excruciating." <laughs> Now, how long had you lived at the cocaine lady's house? Three weeks. That was oh, three weeks. That's yeah. quick. That is During quick. that three weeks, that's like, no that's job. It's only like eight days in cocaine time. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's just two showers. It was funny because she'd be annoyed with us and then she'd blow coke. And then everything. Hey, what's up, guys? Her pupils would be so big. She'd be like, she just want to talk about whatever. <laughs> you know, she just want to talk. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, now, did the good-looking guy end up sleeping with her in the end? Is that why no, they got? No, no, is that no, why no, they no. We up? were dumb. Like he, he had a girlfriend. I had no. I think I broke up with my girlfriend, but she was still calling me all the time. Oh, you know what I mean? No. I immediately get, <laughs> I immediately get a job at the Sunset Five movie theater. Oh, nice. within two so you months, did get a job, dude. Right. From a gay guy. <laughs> Same it guy. Sucks to be young and handsome in Los Angeles. <laughs> Same guy? I can say that because it was a then. What? Uh, same guy? No, 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 uh, okay. no, no, no. I just yeah, that guy owns a movie theater as well. I, Were you wearing sleeveless shirts a lot? I don't understand what... Half no, shirts. dude, I was just a young guy. I was like 150 pounds. What can I tell you? Uh, More. I was twinkish. That, that wasn't <laughs> enough for me to understand what... I was what... twinkish. <laughs> okay. I wasn't fat. What can I tell I wasn't you? fat. More. <laughs> I was young, and I was kind of good looking, and I was good enough looking enough to hire at a goddamn movie theater. Fair I enough. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? And you had bills to pay. You I had fuck a, up the popcorn? Yeah, I mean... You had an apartment already. I had $300 worth of rent to pay. That's pretty good. It was, like a, it was like a $950 apartment in uh, West Hollywood. Two bedroom. Yeah, man. Good you. It was worth getting. Everybody it. had their own bedroom. Nah. Okay, just confirm. But there was this really big closet <laughs> that the good-looking guy lived in. It was like from here to that wall to this wall wow. to this wall. There is what? truth in getting apartments. They will call closets bedrooms to yeah. uh, to increase the uh, uh, the yeah, rent three, value. Three yeah. bedrooms, two and yeah. a half bedrooms. Yeah, it's the so, half bedroom. So I was all set up within a month. Job apartment. That's great. That's good. We're proud of you. And then We're I didn't know what the, the fuck to do as far as like getting a real job. I just went skateboarding all the time. <laughs> Well, you think you're 23 though, man. Yeah. So yeah. it's like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we're supposed to be focused on career and shit, but I but not a 23. It was funny though. Everybody that worked at the Sunset Five movie theater was uh, like a, like a filmmaker. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course, everybody out here is a filmmaker, yeah, yeah, yeah. producer, stand-up comic, actor. But it was funny actors. they were like all filmmakers. But now, like that was the deal. That was probably even talked about during my interview with which, this guy. Which now, now everybody, yes, and everybody's a comedian now. Like what what it, what it was then is what everybody is now. Like everybody's you talk to most people, comedian. somebody does stand up. Everybody's yeah. a goddamn comedian. Which is fine. If you want to try it, you know. But I don't like people who do it. If you just you do do it twice, it doesn't make you a comedian. It makes you some guy who told jokes a couple times. Do you know what or I mean? Or did they? Or did they? Right. That's good. So you had you know you're 
You hear Jonas Jonas stoned on Sunset, yeah. being asked to leave because he, he reeks of uh, beer. <laughs> right. Beer is bleeding from his yeah. his pores. Well, keep in mind, I had a similar situation. Like all those young dudes, yeah. oh, they the, were all like partiers and shit, and but that's, everybody's hanging out. That's rough because my it was just me and my buddy. Like yeah. my buddy would just tell me to shut the fuck up, and I would. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, like yeah. whenever I got, but with. I didn't have like people just stopping in, and we didn't know everyone in our apartment complex. And, it like, was more of a social scene than like any than any college dorm I was ever in. Yeah, people leaving their the doors same open and shit. And, no, and I always wasn't. I wasn't always cool with it. Yeah, like I like I really was like kind of driven, and I was trying to write a script. And there's always people like in and out of the motherfucker <laughs> drinking. Yeah, so at the, when you're and working, like a laptop, like the computer had to be in one spot. Yeah, it's in. The, it, yeah, it's a fucking big ass thing. You have to sit in front of it. The to beast. Type. You had to bring in the beast. But were you but so you were at least going forward trying to pursue the filmmaking and screenwriting. Very much like as, as, as easy a decision as it was to come out here, I was still like I moved all the way out here. I better fucking look alive and try some shit. Right. Right. That's okay. how I felt about yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good that's a good attitude because and, and don't limit yourself to like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. It's like try it. If it's fucking you know, if it's working here, if it's doing something like that's how I mean PAing was basically I was like, Yeah, I need a job. Like you want to drive a van with comedians in it? And I go, Yeah. Yeah. I'll drive that van, sure. Hell it's yeah. a, a lot of it is somebody you know, at first I, I always felt like when you first get out here, there's a lot of broken promises. You meet a lot of people that pretend to be your buddies, mm-hmm. your friends, like insta friends, a lot of insta friends out here. Insta friends, right? Lot of and, new, and, like a lot of people that just moved too. And they're all friends. excited. Yeah, you, don't you right? feel didn't you feel like everyone around you just moved here when you moved here? Absolutely. Isn't that weird how you yes. attract that? Yeah, yeah. It must be like the bars you go to. I don't know. It's like oh yeah, there I just is got kind here of a five circuit. months ago. Yeah, oh, it's it's like almost like LA opened up like two months before I got here. And then I was like, hey, once you get like two months, oh, awesome. I don't think you typically, we, I don't run into any, I run into very few people now that um, I used just to, got here. Oh, I'm no, I, now, now I'm friends, with, you know, my friends have been here for 500 no, years. No, but I'm saying, but even just like you're talking about the circuit, miserably. like I, I don't, I've never found myself in a situation where most of the people were relatively new. Really? Around me, yeah. So it, it's funny that that's you would say, str- that's and, so and it strange. is. It's so in, it's the weird. first the first six months are so intense when you when you move into a city like so this because of that. And there's all these friendships that felt like they lasted a lifetime, and they're gone just as <laughs> they're gone like in ten seconds. You never hear from those people again. Yeah. And back then, people still change their cell phone numbers all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd be like talking, talking, and then they would just drop off the face of right. the earth. Then their AOL account was disconnected. Like everything was gone. And like so, there was no way to find. And them. So it's just another level of high school and college once yes. Facebook gets up. Yeah. You're like, what about that one guy? There's one guy that lived in the complex that we're all... I still keep in touch with a couple of the people from the complex, and we're all still looking for this one dude <laughs> named really? Glenn Curtis. He was like a maniac. He was a, a. He used to paint murals, and he was just drunk all the time, well, and dead. he was a he's nuisance, dead. always bringing new people in. Oh, speaking of people that just moved here, every day he brought somebody home, like stray cats, yeah. that had just moved there. He it's just, very strange. Yep. But I think that that, but again, that's the unique part of this city. You know, well, I think it makes it interesting for you when you're first. It's scary and it's freaked out, but it's, I think it makes it interesting. Was was really strange is I worked at Sunset Five and my friends that I moved out here with worked at the Virgin Megastore. So that's all in the same apartment complex. And that was the place back then. Yeah, dude. And so it was, there was always at least 10 celebrities in sight. I actually handed my my VHS tapes of my, um, my films that I made. To John Favrov. Like, hey, check these out. Full circle. Whoa, Full circle. Look at that. And what and did like, he do? He pretended like he was going to watch them. And, he, and then I saw Did him. you follow him around the corner to see which garbage <laughs> can he put them in? <laughs> no. But I was working the box office the next, like, the next week. And he asked for like, a ticket to Jackie Brown. And I'm like, huh? Like pointing at my face because I'm in one of the movies. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I'm like, you like the movies or what, dude? <laughs> and he's his like, answer? He goes, oh, 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 I haven't watched it <laughs> yet. But I'm going to. I'm going to. Oh, that's a young Matt who's now, yeah, yeah, yeah. now a little more uh, uncomfortable doing that to celebrities. No, yeah, no. I, would, I, would, I still send people links all the time. Oh, no, no. That's, yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> it's just different. It's different. It's just, it's just what different was funny way. was one of the filmmakers that, that worked at Sunset 5, that was his actual plan, was to give his tape. Oh, to God. John Favreau, what that was his actual plan because he wrote a script and it and it needed to have John Favreau in the script, and he was super pissed at me because he I didn't felt know like was, you had wrecked. Any... I didn't know it was his plan. Oh, I was a swear of the moment thing. I go, tapes are in my hands. He's because right we used in front to trade tapes around. You watch my tapes, I watch yours. Somebody had just given me back mine, so I had them in my hands. And I'm getting off work, and I go, "Hey, hook yourself up with some of the best films you've ever seen." Wow. You know, 
Ah, I like that. I like that. Uh, I was nervous as fuck. Oh, okay. You, I said, you said like, it with a lot of confidence right no, no, there. No, no, I was so, like, okay. Hey, um, you know, check these out. I was like really nervous. But don't yeah. you think that that's when you look back at it now, it's kind of silly how much importance you put on that moment and the, sure. the time? Like, because, like, because you, you, you think, think it's a game changer. You yes. think at that moment. Everything yeah. you do, you get, what year was this? Changer. 1997. Okay, 1997. That was the moment that was supposed to change your life forever. It did. He it did. It got. It got I know, and it got us. He got him all the way to here. <laughs> the thing <laughs> Talking is, though, on our podcast. The thing is, though, like things like 17 that. Seventeen years later, do work like every 100th time. Sure. Exactly. There's but that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So much importance is put on it, knowing that the odds are so... Right now, I didn't think the odds were that. Like I was, I was young and dumb enough to think that the odds were pretty good. So here's, here's a couple things I want to do in, the, in, the, in the, the first show, just to kind of wrap this up. You know, in this, uh, before we get to your story of what you and, and, Whatever we and, have time and Arnold Schwarzenegger... Do we want to have him back on with the, for that story? Well, we'll see. I mean, because we, we, my question is... Because is, is, we, 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 you know, we don't want to go over an hour. We got no. about six or left. I want him to yeah. be able to tell the story like it should be told not have to rush through it but what is the question well it's just this i mean it's like you come out here you came out in 97 you came out in 99 i came out in 2000 everybody that i started with there isn't a single and this is it's 2014 years later i there isn't a single person that i have started with that has become like i could say oh that's so-and-so's on TV, well, and no, I'm, not, I'm just saying, like that's that's this journey, right? That's this journey. Well, is there anybody you that you, you Kaler? I mean, Kaler is on. Was no, on, I did not start with him. Okay. But, I start with guys like Matt. But here's the thing: you could say that, but then you can also say, like, I could say to myself, like, I moved here without ever doing stand up. <laughs> And now I've got like all these TV appearances and shit. Yeah, that's like, true. I'm talking about, but I, I you're didn't not win famous. The but you're not famous. No, 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 no. Uh, no do no. you know anybody that became famous um, that you started with? I feel like I have, but I can't name them that I started with. No. Yeah, and me neither. I don't have anybody. You know, I'm talking. But I about know like, people that have like really done well for themselves. Yes. No, we know a lot of. Listen, you I have. Think, I think fame, like fame, that's like what Brad I'm talking Pitt about. is very rare. Yeah. No. And I think it's kind of weird <clears throat> to like. That to be a goal, a goal yeah, in a way. But isn't that what? Doesn't everybody get that in their head for a second when they show up out here? Sure, right. Sure, especially sure, sure. when you're in the stand-up circuit. All of us obviously met each other through stand-up comedy. Everybody is driven in stand-up comedy to try to get to a certain level. You've accomplished. Both you guys have accomplished like quite Ari a bit Shafir, by being on television. Like, like, like a lot of guys have done a lot of things. Like yeah, like and it, and it's it's minor, but like Pete Carboni's and all these commercials. Like to me, that's great. That's like that's huge because like. I mean, it's pretty crazy, like, all the steps people had to go through to get there. Sure. Yeah. And, and to still and do all that. And they for are. things to fall in line for them like that. You know what I mean? At the right time. And like, even the, getting a commercial agent is hard. So it's like for him to get that and then book and then, a bunch of and spots. And they do a good job on it. Yeah. And it's like, cool. But the interesting thing is, and, and we've all heard these stories, where they go back home, and because they didn't become a television star, because they didn't, oh, they didn't work with Brad Pitt, they, they kind of go... Like everything you're talking about in our world, you're like bravo, great accomplishments, Absolutely. right? Go back home, they're like, oh, that's it. <laughs> it goes. That's it all goes you. Either way, it either goes. This is Brian. He's a fucking star. Yeah. Or it's like Brian. You did only what? Yeah. <laughs> like it goes either way. <laughs> it really they don't does. see that it's like a job that, that you have to you, work. That at you just kind of work at and you get employed at. They don't see it as anything middle ground. Yeah, they don't look at it as like a normal thing. And you're right. If it's like I've had a guy. I came back after like I produced a couple seasons of Punked, and I came back and someone was like, "Hey, heard, heard you out getting coffee for people," and I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, you run around getting coffee and shit." I'm like, "What? Dude, no, dude, I have a corner office in the CNN building, 14th yeah. floor, bitch." Like, what? Fuck right, you! Like, right. I didn't explain. I didn't have to explain myself to him, and I didn't. I was like, "No, that's not what I do." Yeah, I don't get coffee for people. I yeah. send PAs out to get me coffee. Like, I didn't. But then, you, what am I going to argue with this guy? Because what he doesn't understand any of it. No, you so can explain the whole laugh. laugh. That's what I did. I go. I go. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten coffee for somebody. <laughs> I'm sure like he like, hasn't. Yeah, but but I was like, well, he owns his own heating and air. I'm like, I yeah. was like, he was just trying to fucking shit on me, and I was like, all right, dude. And then everyone else there was like, oh, I get you're a celebrity. You've met Ashton. Sure. I was like. You're right. a celebrity because you met Ashton. You met and I would and met, my, and my face would appear Ashton. on a couple episodes here and there, and they'd be like, dude, this guy, you know, that's my buddy, he's on punks. Yeah, exactly, dude. But People that was feel-good moments, oh, right? Course, I mean, that, dude, he, going home is a huge ego boost for me. I like because out here, you're right. We're all middle ground, kind of like he did what? Oh, yeah, great. Okay, but success in our own right, doing things, paying our bills and shit. But then I go home and it's like, I've done commercials, a couple movies. When I, when I look at it's like this. When I look at it on the daily, I go, "Wow, what a grind!" It can't even be depressing. 
But when I look at it as like a, a whole like career, yes. I go, what a great fucking idea! Amazing. Yeah, what a great. I've idea. told you that we sat in my office, and I'm always I'm my mind is blown by how much comedy, a television comedy. I mean, you know, w- w- with comedians, their goal is to get on television. That's how you want to uh, be acknowledged for your work is to get a set, whether it's on a talk show. That's not, also, you know, that's that how you get stuff, more right? money from the clubs. And it is, but I think as far as like, going, am I doing something that matters? Like, yeah. you sure. get it's, you, it's, it's a it's, stamp it's, of it's approval. Validation. For sure. Yeah. For it's sure. validation. And you've taken it as far as having your own half-hour special on Comedy Central, which is like, Boom. that's like, you know, th- that gets held up there in high regards within, our, you know, our community. And it's like, and still... It's not like this free pass that you take in no, everywhere and, and no. you get it, you, you get immediately move up to the next thing. You still have to stay well, in the grind, but you should still be proud of it, but you have to stay in the grind. But you also have to understand that and other and people listening have to understand that like things that we do don't really pay that much. Yeah, we yeah. And so that's yeah. why you always you have to you have to do something every week. Yeah, you whether can. it's stand up or whatever. You can't miss a whole lot of weeks of work. Well, it's a weird thing, right? Because it's like, if you are really, really good at your job, there's a chance you keep growing within that company and you could end up being the, you know, the assistant vice right. president or something like that. It doesn't work that way in you're this business. You're running your own you business. I mean? Yeah, you're running, you're running your, your own, own business. business. And, uh, okay. <laughs> I figured I was going to say. Oh, sorry. I was showing up to Yeah, hey, you're running your own business. It's, so it's like, you know, you, you have to determine where the, where the top is. Yeah. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you do. Yeah. Right. And you have to be okay, and, and, and part of And like, you also be okay with people not giving a shit that you haven't accomplished what they expect you to accomplish by moving out to Los Angeles, which is becoming a star. Dude, it's fucking huge. <laughs> that we're even working at this building. I'm I, sorry. I agree. No, I agree, man. I agree. That's a good place to wrap up, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. But Matt, thank you very much for being My the first pleasure, guest. Man. We'll have My you pleasure. back on here, the Schwarzenegger story. And no we'll... guests, just, just visitors. No guests. No sorry. guests, just visitors, sorry. man. Doesn't matter where we're, we're at, here. we have visitors. All right, well, so we'll just, thanks for being the first visitor on the show. <laughs> I it's so like hard for just, me to say that. I feel like we're just replacing a word it with another like word. Sounds like I'm an alien. But this is yeah. <laughs> Matt the visited thing. the show we've today. Only, we've only touched the surface because all we found out about is like what you did when you got here, and you you know you survived. Yeah. You just find cocaine. Yeah, and you survived some sort of weird. He like, survived um, cocaine. He didn't do any cocaine. He didn't survive. He survived it. He survived, he survived, he being, survived around being around it, it and yeah. then he survived <laughs> some sort of weird love boat house that he was living in, and yeah. you know, and you survived not falling off the world's smallest porch in Los <laughs> Angeles. That was huge. <laughs> It's a skill, everybody. It's a skill. Your plank. Well, that's. Uh, I guess that's a wrap on uh, episode on, uh, one. On episode one. Hollywood, Hollywood Anonymous. Anonymous. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself Brian Irwin at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly. Hollywood Anonymous guys at gmail Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>